Welcome to the Mindset, Money, and Magic podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Martinez, and I'm a mindset and manifestation coach who is here to help you create a life that you once thought was impossible. Each week, we'll be having deep conversations around how to upgrade your mindset, break free from your own fear and limitations, and tap into your inner magic. If you're into topics like spirituality, mindset, manifestation, and money, you're in the right place. Thank you for listening, and let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of the Mindset Money Magic podcast. I am so excited to talk about this topic today because today I'm going to teach you the step-by-step process on how you are going to manifest your dream life. So let's just get right into it because I have so much to say. First, let's start off with what even is manifestation? In simple terms, it's when your inner world gets reflected into your outer reality. It's whatever beliefs lie in your subconscious mind mirroring into your reality. And most of us really don't understand how powerful our mind is and how much of it is truly controlled by our belief system. Which is why when we continue to put our focus and energy on what it is that we do not want, we're going to continue to manifest that. And people will argue that manifestation just isn't real, which never made sense to me because when you think about what manifestation truly is, it's a reflection of our inner world reflecting into our outer reality. It just makes sense. So many people on this planet have never experienced financial freedom, for example, and may never experience financial freedom. And why is that? It's because of our conditioning. It's because of our belief system, whether we are telling ourselves that we don't have enough money, money is evil, rich people are stealing from the poor. And it's no wonder that our bank accounts are reflecting exactly what it is that we keep affirming to ourselves. We keep telling ourselves that money is bad, money is evil. So why would the universe make money a home for us if we are demonizing it? Why would the universe make you rich if rich people are bad people? You are not a bad person, so why would the universe make you rich? And these beliefs are the reason why when we look at our bank account, we see negatives. Why we are constantly avoiding debt collectors. Why it seems like we are never able to get by. It's because of the stories that we keep telling ourselves. And something that I also want to know too is that manifestation is not something that's a gift. It's not something that God or angels or the universe or whatever you believe in decided that only a handful of us get the power and the gift of being able to manifest magic in our lives. It's something that we all do. And if we don't tap into that magic, we're just going to continue unconsciously manifesting a reality that we do not want. Manifestation isn't always luxurious, which this is something that I just recently spoke about online. And I feel like people think about manifestation, see manifestation, and they think about riding around in G-Wagons and going to Bali, going on first class flights. And even though those things are manifestations, and manifestations can be luxurious and glamorous, and it should be because manifestation is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to make you feel good. But it isn't always that way. A lot of inner work is involved in bringing your desires into your reality. And I don't want to necessarily say that it's hard work because I think that the work is simple if you follow a step-by-step process. That doesn't mean that you aren't going to feel uncomfortable, that you aren't going to feel resistance, that you aren't going to want to give up because that's just simply not true. You're going to want to especially give up when you're trying to manifest something and it's one of those manifestations that have a thousand different steps to the process. And sometimes manifestations only have one step to the process. But on those times that you have a thousand steps in your manifestations, you have to do so much aligned, inspired action. 
it's going to be difficult to keep the momentum. If your vision is strong and you know that you deeply desire it, you will continue to go after it. Because the difference between people that manifest an amazing life and the ones that manifest the same life over and over again is that once they become aware, the people who manifest their dreams allow themselves to be uncomfortable because they know that discomfort is temporary. The discomfort is not a forever feeling. But the question is, will you allow yourself to be uncomfortable temporarily to experience freedom, joy, pleasure, and happiness for a lifetime? Okay, let's get into step one of the manifestation process, which is to get clear on exactly what it is that you want. Note that I said what you want, creating the vision. And I feel like this is such an overlooked part of the process and where our ego really gets in the way and tries to stop us in our tracks before we get into deep of what our ego perceives as the unknown. Because if we don't get clear on what it is that we want in our lives, who's going to do it for us? No one. And if we don't get clear on what it is that we want, we are going to send the universe mixed signals. And when you give the universe mixed signals, the universe is going to give you mixed signals right back. The universe won't know what you want if you don't know what you want. And you're not only that, your motivation is going to tank because you have nothing attached to the goal. There's no joy. There's no pleasure. There's no vision. There's nothing there that's going to motivate you and make you want to put in the work to actually get your desires to manifest. Because your goals have to be fun and exciting and pleasurable and let you the fuck up. Because if they don't, then what is the reason you're trying to manifest this into your reality? Because manifestation is supposed to be fun. We were put on this earth to literally have fun. Like this is a human playground. And to get clear on your desires, you really just have to ask yourself the right questions. So go get your journal, go get your pen. And I really want you to write down the first thing that comes to your mind. As soon as I finish the question, write down that first thing that comes to mind. Because as soon as we start to overanalyze the first thing that comes up, the limiting beliefs start to come up. We start to question, how would that happen? I don't think I'm, that's possible for me. It's unattainable. That'll take too long. Just write down the first thing that comes to mind. Okay, so I want you to ask yourself, what would I ask for if I knew that the answer would be yes? If I had access to unlimited amounts of money, what would I do with my life? What would an ideal day in my life look like? And the last question is, if I had a magic wand that gave me unlimited wishes, what would I ask for? And if you're really still struggling to get clear on what it is that you want, and you keep telling yourself that I don't know what I want story, if you continue to tell yourself that you don't know what you want, you are going to continue to manifest a life of never knowing what you want. Telling yourself that you don't know what you want is just your ego's way to keep you safe because your ego really just wants to keep you safe. And whatever is not within your comfort zone, the ego is perceiving as unsafe, as a threat. So instead of telling yourself the affirmation, I don't know what I want, I want you to try a new affirmation and try telling yourself, I am on the path of discovering who I am meant to be. I am in the process of figuring out what I deeply desire. You see how much more aligned that feels? Because deep down, you know what you want. You are just afraid to dream bigger because if you dream bigger, that means you have to get uncomfortable and that means you have to explore unknown territories and that's scary. But once you allow yourself to feel the discomfort and be uncomfortable, that's when you'll see the real growth. 
Step number two of the manifestation process is to get out of your own way and uncover what limiting beliefs lie in your subconscious mind. Because I'm sorry to break it to you, but you are the one getting in your own way. Your belief system is what is creating the reality that you are living right now. So how do we find out what our belief system is? The first step is to become aware that these issues are even there to begin with. Because if we don't see that there's even a problem, we have nothing to find a solution for. So get your journal out again, and I want you to answer these questions. When I think about my dream life, what thoughts come up? What would someone that is living my exact reality have to believe in order to manifest this type of reality? What would somebody that's living in your reality have to believe about love, about money, about themselves? What would they have to believe about career and business? And the last question is, why aren't you living that reality right now? Because if you aren't living that reality right now, that means there's something in the way, something that is blocking you from being able to manifest that. And once you become aware of the limiting beliefs, the next step is to question it. Why are you holding on to this belief so tightly? What do you think will happen to you if you release this belief? And then reframe it. What new beliefs can you have instead that align with your vision? And if you're looking for more support with identifying and reframing your limiting beliefs, I have a free limiting belief workbook that you can get instant access to that I will have linked in the show notes. Uncovering your limiting beliefs will most likely make you uncomfortable. And some somatic tools that are very mind-body oriented that I love to use to help me neutralize the discomfort is shaking your entire body to good music. I love shaking to a good playlist. Like I'm very much an R&B girl, hip-hop girl, but I will shake to anything. I really don't care. If the, if the music makes me feel good, I'm shaking to that shit. Deep breathing is another one. Cold showers activate your vagus nerve, which is very good with helping to regulate your nervous system. You can dance, you can hum, you can sing. Really just make it your goal that whenever you get uncomfortable or feel resistance, you use one of these tools or you can even do movement. Exercise helps very well with regulating your nervous system. So that's the homework assignment I'm assigning you all today. Use a tool that will help you with navigating all of the discomfort that may come up and take notes on how these tools make you feel after. Step number three is embodying the version of you who is already living the life of your dreams. Usually when people think about changing their life, they often think about changing their environment. People that have weight loss goals, they go to the gym, they get a gym membership, they go to the store and buy gym clothes. We always look into changing our environment first, but real sustainable change comes when we start at an identity level. When we start being the version of us who lives the life of our dreams, that's when real change comes that is sustainable. Because when you truly think about it, when we start in an environment level, we go out, we buy a gym membership, we go buy our gym clothes, and then we wonder why after three or four days, we completely lose motivation. We stop going to the gym. It's because we haven't shifted our identity to become the version of us who is hitting our weight loss goals and is going to the gym consistently. We slip away from the gym because it's not who we are. We are not somebody who goes to the gym and loses weight. We aren't somebody that is living in our dream body. We haven't shifted at an identity level. And this applies to anything, right? Because when we think about it, we cannot be rich and wealthy if we haven't identified as someone who is rich and wealthy. You cannot be rich in an identity level. You're poor. 
we cannot feel like the baddest bitch in the room and on an identity level, we see ourselves as ugly. Once you start to shift your identity and identify as the version of you who is living the life of your dreams, shifting limiting beliefs and keeping motivation is so effortless because in the process of embodying the version of us who is already living the life of our dreams, we are already shifting. I want you to give this version of you who is already living your dream reality a name. I love calling the version of me living my dream life the rich and that bitch version of me because she is rich and that bitch. And once you get a name, I want you to ask yourself these questions. What does the rich and that bitch version of me believe about themselves, about life, about money, about love, about business, about their career? What does the rich and that bitch version of me spend her time doing? Who do they surround themselves with? How do they show up? How do they identify themselves? This is something that I miss at the beginning of my journey because I would constantly identify myself as a victim, as a survivor, as traumatized. I would constantly be in victim mode like, poor me, life is happening to me. Why is this always happening to me? Why is this only happening to me? But little did I know that I was identifying with the life of a victim. I was becoming a victim to my own reality because that's what I was identifying myself as, a victim. I kept finding myself in positions of being exactly what I kept identifying myself as. And yes, I have been a victim at one point in my life and I have survived some really traumatic shit, but I no longer have to let those experiences consume my entire life and continue to identify with them when I am so much more than a victim and a survivor and an abused child. I'm whole, I'm light, I'm a powerful manifester, I'm an amazing mom, I'm a successful business owner, and identifying with these beliefs are so much more empowering and aligned with the version of me who is living the life of my dreams, aligned with the rich and that bitch version of me. Step number four of the manifestation process is to release the how and the when and surrender to the universe. Your job is to know what you want and why you want it. And the universe's job is to know how and when. And too often we keep putting the universe in a chokehold because we are trying to do our job and figure out what it is that we desire and why we desire it. And then we are also trying to do the universe's job and trying to figure out the millions of ways on how it can happen, when it'll happen, what time frame it should happen in. And we're wondering why we're doing all this work and then seeing no return it's because you continue to micromanage the universe the universe is begging you to stop micromanaging you don't like to be micromanaged and told what to do the universe doesn't like it either and when we really think about it what's the point in trying to figure out how and when it'll happen it really when you think about that and you start to stress about those things manifestation loses its magic not only does it lose its magic, but it loses the fun because manifestation, again, is supposed to be fun. I hope I like drilled this in at this point. Manifestation is supposed to be fun, pleasurable, and magical. We will never know how something will unfold. Think about the last thing that you manifested and how it ended up unfolding. I'm almost positive that the way that it unfolded was something that you couldn't have even imagined it unfolded that way. We will never know how it's going to unfold. We can think of a few ways that it can happen, but the lens that we can see our manifestations happening in is so microscopic compared to the unlimited possibilities that the universe has. When you surrender to the universe, you're proving one, that you trust the universe to do its job, 
And two, that you know that is going to happen because you're coming from an it's already done energy, which is potent as fuck. And the faster that you release the how, the quicker your manifestations will come through. Because once you get into it's already done energy, your manifestations have already came through. There's nothing else that needs to be done. The last step of the manifestation process is to take inspired action. If you're looking for action to take, it's not inspired action. That's one of the key ways you're going to differentiate if it's inspired action or if it's forced action. If it feels like you're searching for it and it feels like you should be doing it, it's forced action. If it's something like an intuitive nudge, like you just feel like it's just the right thing to do or you just feel this like inner knowing or just a voice in your head telling you you should do it, that's inspired action. You should be taking action because you know it's the next step to getting where you want to be. It should never come from a place of, I feel like I should do this. Inspired action is that intuitive feeling you get when you're about to get in the shower and then the perfect idea comes up. And this happens to me way too many times. Honestly, I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. But sometimes I am because I'm like, I do not have anything to write this down right now. And I have to like call everybody from different rooms like, please get me a notebook. Please get me a pen. Give me something that I can write this down. Like I'll write it in soap. But like, I know that once this idea comes to me, if I don't write it down and I forget about it, the universe is going to give it to the next person. And no, it was given to me. I want to take it. So that's the only thing that gets me a little mad. Or like right when I'm going to go to sleep, I'm like, fuck universe. Like, this is the perfect time to give me the inspired action that I need, right? I know it makes sense because I'm in a calm state, but it is what it is, right? The universe does what it does in its own way, and I just have to accept that. <laughs> but not only is it that feeling you get right before you get in the shower, or you get in the bed where you get that perfect idea, but it's that calm, cool, and collected voice that is telling you to act on something, even though it truly does not make sense. And this same thing happened to me this year. I really was in such a bad financial position in the beginning of this year, which now it's it's like a 180. I'm, I'm just like so shocked on how much my life has changed in the last year. It's insane. One of my inspired actions, I believe at the end of 2022 was, or maybe it was the beginning of 2023. I'm not 100% sure. I believe it was the end of 2022 and I didn't take the action until the beginning of 2023. Yes. So at the end of 2022, I got this intuitive nudge to just look up how to repair my credit because I kept getting nonstop calls from debt collectors and I was just ignoring them because I was afraid and I kept getting letters, kept getting calls and I kept getting this nudge to look up this credit repair on YouTube, which I did and ended up falling into a YouTuber named Jazzy Mac, I believe is her name. And she talks about how like debt collectors will send you a letter, but you can send them a letter back using her template and if they send you the paperwork back to validate in basically the receipts that yes we have proof that this is yours here's your name your address whatever they have the receipts then you have to pay it but if they don't give you the receipts and they cannot validate that it's yours then it gets wiped off so i was like i guess what do i have to lose so I ended up buying her templates and a lot of people online were like, I got discouraged because a lot of people online were saying like credit repair templates don't work, all this extra shit. And I was like, well, I already spent the $40, so I might as well just send the letters out. 
she recommended to send them certified mail so you can get proof of exactly when the letters get sent out because the debt collector has 30 days to send you a letter back. So I did. Spent my last $50 to send these three letters that I needed to three different debt collecting agencies. I sent them out, spent my last $50, and I got two of them back. And they for sure had receipts. They had their receipts. And I was like, what the fuck? Did I really spend my last $50 to send these fucking letters in certified mail just for them to come back and tell me they have the fucking receipts? I was praying to the universe that they wouldn't send me the receipts and tell me, oh, we don't have the receipts. So I had one loan that was for $10,000. The other ones were pretty small. The two ones that I got back were very small. They were only like 2000 But this one was $10,000. Didn't get that back. It took me a while. And I was like, well, I didn't come back yet. Like, that's a little strange. Got the letter in the mail. And they were like, we basically, we don't have the receipts to prove that this is yours. We don't have anything. So we're just going to delete this off your credit file and wipe it away. And I was so relieved because I went from feeling regretful, like did I really just spend my last $50 to just get told that I still have to pay this. And I still ended up on top at the end because the biggest debt that I was really scared about and really just like, how the fuck am I going to get $10,000 to pay this? That one was the one that got wiped. So to end step number five, manifestation does require action. The same energy that you're giving to your manifestations is the same energy that is going to be reflected back to you by the universe. If you're not going to put in the work, don't expect the universe to do the same for you. The universe is just going to match whatever energy you are on. Also, inspired action is not always easy. Sometimes it re- really does require doing things that make you uncomfortable. And I think this whole process requires doing things that make you uncomfortable. But the universe is never going to steer you in the wrong direction. It's never going to put you down the wrong path. And sometimes it truly isn't going to make sense. Like Just like with my story around the debt collection letters... It did not make sense after I got my first two letters because I'm like, they're sending me their receipts back. Like, what the fuck did I spend $50 for? But I took my action. I did exactly what the universe told me and I let the universe guide me to exactly where I needed to be because without that, I would have been liable for that $10,000 had I had not known that I can just send a letter and just get the debt wiped away from me if they didn't come with the receipts. At this point, I hope this is pounded into your head that you have to get uncomfortable. You are not going to continue to grow if you allow yourself to stay within the box of your comfort zone. Because if you're not growing, you're shrinking. And an affirmation that I want to leave you with today is, it is safe for me to expand. It is safe for me to feel these feelings of discomfort. Because that's what they are. They're just feelings. And feelings are temporary. So let's recap the five-step process to manifesting your dream life. One, create the vision. Two, get out of your own way and uncover what limiting beliefs are blocking you. Three, embody the version of you who is already living the life of your dreams. Four, release the how and the when. And five, take inspired action and not forced action. I enjoyed this episode so much and I also want to share one of the manifestations that had came through for me last week and what I learned that I'm just so shocked 
because I have been wanting this to fall through for so long. So last week, I went viral. I believe this was on like Friday or Saturday. It was probably over the weekend. I don't even remember now, but on Thanksgiving, I remember showing up on stories and telling my followers like, oh my god, like I'm almost at 100 followers. I was so excited. And then the next day, yes, it was Friday. Then the next day, a video that I had posted like a couple of days before completely went viral. Like it's still blowing my notifications up. Like I'm still getting notifications nonstop, nonstop. I believe I got like 11,000 likes on it now. So many shares, so many saves, so many comments. I spent hours responding to everyone just because I felt so touched that so many people connected with my words. And there were just so many beautiful people that were telling me like, I feel this exact way and I couldn't put like the words to it. And I procrastinated posting this so much. I I don't know if it was because it's very vulnerable. I spent like a week, if not more, just truly overthinking the whole thing. I got the idea right before the shower, of course. And I remember just telling myself like, uh, I don't know, should I post that? I don't know. Tell myself this for days and days and days until I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to post it. I'm just going to put a random video on it, put the text on it put the caption and just post it and once I post it there's no return so I did and ended up going viral and gaining so many followers and right now I am at 310 followers which I'm like what the fuck I was literally just saying I was hitting almost hitting 100 I believe it's like 92 and now I'm saying I surpassed 300 and something that I learned in this process was that I don't even necessarily know if I wanted to go viral like, I'm so beyond grateful for everyone that had joined my community and just everyone that I connected with. But I soon uncovered after I went viral was that I felt like I needed to go viral and have a bunch of followers to be successful. Like, the number of followers that I had defined how successful my business is. And I think this is quite common in the business space where we somehow think the number of followers we have is somehow equivalent to our net worth. And it's something that I struggled with and I truly didn't realize it until I went viral. And it made me realize something. When we try to manifest something specific like that, we tend to have it come through and still feel unfulfilled, which is exactly what happened to me. Because instead of trying to manifest a successful business more clients, whatever it is, I tried to manifest going viral when I could have manifested feeling more free, more happy, more joy in my life, which is what I want. I didn't really want to go viral. I just want to feel accepted, which is crazy because it's just now coming to me through this podcast that I wanted to feel accepted. That's just so crazy to me that it just came through because I never heard myself say that until right now. So we're experiencing this in real time right now together but i am so grateful that you listened to this podcast i hope you enjoyed it as much as i did and i cannot wait to see you next week bye thank you for tuning in don't forget to leave a five-star review and let me know what your biggest takeaway was join the fun over on instagram at the nadine martinez and i'll talk to you all next week bye